It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to The So So Show with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. It's a weekly look at life in the city hosted by her, Zoe Hansen. And him, Simon Clark. This week we're going to try a new way to work out and get fit. Whether you're 22 stone, whether you're a 6 stone, it doesn't matter. It's suitable for absolutely everybody. And find out more about ethical IT recycling. The profits that we generate goes to the Society of St James, helping homelessness across Hampshire. But I've got to tell you what happened over the weekend. So Active Nation, they've got the Chamberlain Sports Centre, they've got the Keys Sports Centre, and they've got Bitten Leisure Centre as well. And they had this discovery weekend. Things were free. And I didn't even realise, but that flume ride at Bitten Leisure Centre, it actually works. I didn't even know that. I thought, oh, it's been shut down for years. I've never seen it going. It actually works. And they chucked in the pool lots of inflatables and floats and whatever. Kids were having a great time. You know what the best bit is? Tell me. Now that my daughter is eight, I don't need to get in there with her. (laughs) Swimming is just a faff, isn't it? I can't be bothered to get there, get changed find a pound for the locker oh no i've locked it too quickly oh where am i gonna put the key and then getting out and trying to get dry and you get home and think oh i need a shower now oh it's just a faff for me so the other thing that we did was the inflatable bounce party so they set up this massive great inflatable assault course really And all the kids just ran it and ran it and ran it. And I'm thinking, this is good because this is going to be an early night for me tonight. (laughs) (laughs) But it was all for free. When you see one of these come up again, when you see a Discovery Weekend at Active Nation, get on that website, book it up quick because those places go. They are fully booked straight away. Bagsy the inflatable unicorn. Yeah. So I have been quite active myself yes. since the new year started because obviously now my leg is out of a cast yeah. and my right leg hasn't been doing much for two months. I needed to get the, the calf muscle back up to speed with the other one. Okay. So I've been smashing out the hit sessions. Ooh. So I'm not hashtag ripped yet, but <laughs> I have been doing the hit sessions. It's the best excuse in the world for getting out and doing burpees because I can't, <laughs> I can't run the risk of possibly damaging my ankle again by yeah. doing burpees. So, yeah. you know, various exercises I put... I'll do a plank instead of that because I don't want to shock my ankle. But it's paying off. And yesterday I walked without a limp for the first time. Well done you. Did you do that on purpose or did it just sort of come from your subconscious? It just came from my subconscious. I just walked and then thought, hang on a minute. Oh. I've stopped limping. That's good, isn't it? And I was having a chat with one of the instructors about... January and the fact that there's always new people around in the gym you can spot them because sometimes they still have the tags on the back of their kit Um, (laughs) and I said you know of all the new faces you're seeing in January what percentage do you think will last and he said I'll go for 50% lower really 30% on the nail well done wow in January when you look at any of those You know, I've been down to David Lloyd in January and it looks like a lot of hamsters on a lot of wheels. (laughs) And you just think, 
no, this looks crazy. I don't know if I'm going to join this one. You know that it's going to start to slide and then all of a sudden they're just turning up there for a coffee. Wednesday the 5th, yeah. went for a hit session. Oh. Eight people there. Oh. Wednesday the 19th, went for a hit session. How many people? Four. Two. Oh, my goodness. Just me and Mary being put through our paces. <laughs> hey, that's good for you. Almost like having your own PT. Yeah, brilliant. The other thing that narks me, though, there are certain classes that are more popular. Yeah. The second those classes become available on the app, they get yeah. booked out straight away. But it's booked out straight away by the people who think, well, I might go. Yeah. But it depends whether Marge is coming. Yeah. And if Marge isn't coming, then we won't go for a latte afterwards. What so. classes are you going to? <laughs> so where do you go? Where do you go to the gym? David Lloyd West End. Okay, very good. Well, I had to join that gym because my 15-year-old likes to go to the gym. And it's the only gym yeah. in the area that allows 15-year-olds in unattended. Okay. And fair play to him. He's earning his membership. He's in there three times a week. I had to become a member for him to become a member. And I just started getting my money's without of the hit sessions when I broke my leg right so I'm just back in there in earnest now I think that's brilliant I think it's also worth keeping your membership until the summer because then I might be able to come in as a guest and sit round the pool I've got two free guest passes you oh! can come now but I don't think it's going to be quite the look you in a parka <laughs> buttoned up to the neck outside by the pool the so so show now while we're talking about new year fitness there is a brand new fun place you can try in Southampton. It's called South Coast Bungee. Charlotte's in charge and she told Zoe more about it. I love fitness and sport and it changed my life because I used to be really, really overweight and I just love bungee fitness because it's suitable for absolutely everybody. So whether you're, you know, 22 stone, whether you're six stone, it doesn't matter. It's suitable for absolutely everybody. Um, Whether you're recovering from an injury, whether you're um, elderly, disabled, the bungee supports everybody because it's low impact, high resistance. So I thought this would be a really good exercise to to bring everybody together and have lots and lots of fun Um, and so how many bungee ropes do you have here how many people could you have in a class we currently have 12 and then plus the instructor so we currently have um, space for up to 12 guests and you set this up this started just before christmas didn't it yeah 15th of december we we opened ready for kind of january peaks where everyone's kind of like new you know new me january fitness getting the you know christmas weight on and things so um yeah we so we opened then it was quite quiet over christmas we got a few bookings but now it's really kind of like really going for it really booming so what is the thing with this then so you've got an instructor you've got the music on you're put into a harness aren't you i mean i i thought it was like um sort of horse bridles all, all stacked up over there so you're put into a harness i feel like i'm going to do a parachute jump at any point <laughs> you're basically put into a harness and you're um strapped on to the bungees and then you just move in the bungees what kind of exercise is it then is it like a dance class or, or what kind of thing is it everything so from bungee bop um bungee general fitness bungee beginners uh bungee hits hopefully the general will take on bungee hit we do everything because you can do any any fitness any type of of class in the bungee i'm not very fit that is fine you don't need to be fit you this is great for people wanting to increase their fitness level so if you've got zero fitness you can come and start the bungee i've got an eight-year-old daughter who would love to come and just bounce around these because i mean look 
I'm, I'm not saying this is what it is, but you know those baby bouncers that you have yes. to put in the doorway? <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. And I always want to have a go. Yeah. <laughs> We've all thought it, haven't we? Yes, definitely. That's exactly what it is. So there you go. There's a baby bouncer for adults. <laughs> so if anybody wants to find out about South Coast Bungee, where do they go to? Uh, if they go to, um, you can go to southcoastbungee.co.uk and we have a website and on there you can look at all our class descriptions and our full timetable. I'm going to have a go. <laughs> right, I'm all strapped in. I'm all hooked up. I've got, um, I look like I'm going rock climbing and then um, I've, I'm attached to a green bungee and a pink bungee and honestly it does. It feels like I'm on a baby bouncer. This is crazy. Right, here we go. I'm going to just let the bungee take the weight. woo it is like I'm sat in a doorway when I'm like 18 months old (laughs) this is the best fun ever I don't know about the fitness stuff but this is just nice and relaxing So we've said about like lots of different classes, like there's games and there's dancing and there's hit classes as well. The one that I want to know about is fly. What's that one all about? So it's with our lovely Anna. It's literally flying to your favourite tunes. So you are on the bungee and you spend that pretty much that whole 45 minutes just flying Uh, superman moves star jumps in the air flying around the room it's a really really fun and popular class okay i'm gonna try and fly yeah all right here we go i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it oh hang on i've i need to take a run up and we're up in the air So you'll find South Coast Bungee at the base point on Anderson's Road near the Itchin Bridge, and it sounds like an awful lot of fun. I mean, it is. Even just strapping yourself in the harness, you're like, what is going on? And it truly is like one of those baby bouncers that you put in the door and they just boing for the day. And whoever hasn't put a child in one of those and thought (laughs) secretly, I'd like to have a go at this. And it's supposed to be, you know, really good because it takes the weight off of everything. I thought I thought it was pretty hard work. It was going to be a, a very tough workout, but really fun. So what else have you been up to then, apart from bungee fitness? So we had a brilliant night out at what is becoming one of my favourite places in Southampton. Vodka Revolution? <laughs> we went to Mast Mayflower oh, okay. Studios. Right, okay. I had an eight-year-old with me. You know. <laughs> I, I was tempted. But we went to see Gangster Granny. So it's David Walliams, or based on the book by David Walliams. And this was just such a performance. And what I found is, over the last few years, the Mayflower, Mast, whichever shows I'm going to see, they're always musical. This is the first show that I've seen that isn't a musical. They're not launching into song all the time. And it was hilarious. This production, they've got three pieces of set that they use for about 20 different scenes. And it's so clever. Honestly, it blew my mind. And then about 10 actors playing about 50 different roles. It was brilliant. So if you don't know the story, it's uh, a grandson who's really bored of going to his granny's house. All she cooks is cabbage. There's cabbage (laughs) ice cream. There's cabbage soup. There's cabbage fritters, you know. Um, And he doesn't want to go there anymore. But then he discovers that his granny is 
a master jewel thief and they try and break into uh, the Tower of London to steal the crown jewels and the Queen makes an appearance and it's just very, very funny. So we've sat there and uh, we've watched it for two hours. What was my daughter's favourite bit of it? Um, was there a joke in there about toilet humour? Of course there is. It was when the granny kept farting all the time. <laughs> I know your daughter oh so well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you know, I'm desperate to go back to The Mast. I haven't been to it since it reopened as The Mast. In fact, I've only ever seen one production there. Yeah. And that was when the building opened. They had a play on, which was The Shadow Factories. Yes. And when Southampton was bombed in the Second World War, how they moved all the production of Bits of Spitfire outside. There was places in Romsey and what have you all making Uh it. I had a friend of mine who was a Wren based in Southwestern House during the war. And I thought she might well to go along and see that and she loved it the costumes and everything it just brought it all back for her How and it wonderful. just seemed like such a nice space yeah so i'm glad it's got a new lease of life now under the mayflowers wing and yours and it's so intimate you know it's not a massive theater you know the mayflower do that very well it's a beautiful theater but this is something completely different and all of the other things that go on around Mast as well. There's always some sort of workshop or or some production coming up through there as well. So, yeah, I, I just loved it. And it's great that both ends of the spectrum, the small and uh-huh. the large, are both under the same umbrella. In fact, we've had some pretty exciting news this week about the Mayflower, haven't we? Yes, because this is a world premiere. It's going to be on at the Mayflower Theatre in February. It's the Ramber Dance Peaky Blinders, The Redemption of Thomas Shelby. It will never have been seen anywhere before. Go get your tickets from the Mayflower Theatre. Can I confess? Go on. Never seen Peaky Blinders. (laughs) I reckon you'd love it. You think? I reckon you would love it. Get on it, Simon. Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Sad times this week. Right. Ate the last of the Christmas chocolates. Oh, you're doing very well. Well, remember, for a very large portion of Christmas, I was in isolation <laughs> and kept and away. And they weren't from, <laughs> they weren't with you. No, they were in a different part of the house. So, yeah, the last of them have gone. I'm thinking that I've made my way through all the Easter chocolate now. <laughs> well, it's not like you can't find somewhere to buy it and replace it. Right, right. But but there is that thing about, you know, when, when all of the Easter eggs hit the shops, they're like a pound a go. And there's nothing better than a Cadbury's Easter egg. There is no better chocolate, I swear to God. Had to get diesel the other day. 18-year-old was in the car, pulled up at the pumps directly opposite the door. Door slide open, Easter display. (laughs) I'm just going to go get some chocolate. Be back in a minute (laughs) while I'm filling my car up. And sure enough, yeah, bag of mini cream eggs. Oh, lovely. It's perfect. Even though there's only about four in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) But I make this mistake every year. I go to the shops, I fill the trolley ready with, I don't know, 20 Easter eggs for all of the family and all of the kids and then I'm plough my way through them until Easter and then have a panic the week before thinking oh sorry I've eaten all of yours (laughs) I'm secretly hoping there might be a Christmas pudding hidden in a cupboard somewhere that everyone's (laughs) forgotten about maybe there might be one last bit of Christmas still somewhere and there's something else that I think I probably need to get rid of that was Christmassy I still got my red sparkly Christmas nails with snowflakes on them. Here's my question. 
I've never had Christmas nails before. Should I have had them taken off by January the 5th? Do they have to come down like oh, decorations? That's an interesting question. Did they fall under? I mean, you're looking at me like I'm going to have an answer to that. <laughs> I mean, they are decorative, therefore they are Christmas decorations. Well, exactly. And and I've seen a couple of houses that have still got their decorations yeah, up. Now I was, and it sticks out like a sore thumb. You go, oh, come on, get them down now. I drove into town last night and there was two houses next to each other. One of them still had a tree up. Ooh. With lights on. That's just lazy now, isn't oh, it? Oh, no, they're just going for it. They're <laughs> laughing in the face of bad luck. It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. Having a clear out is quite a popular thing to do at this time of year, once Christmas is out of the way. And if you've got old IT and tech gathering dust, but you don't know what to do with it, you should give Jamie's Computers a call. They're an IT recycling social enterprise and they've been helping the community in Southampton for over 15 years. Ruben runs the project. We're part of basically the Society of St James. So we had homeless uh, people in a class uh, learning how to strip computers and then we started getting donations from different companies such as Kingfisher and then it grew from there into a large social enterprise. And what exactly is ethical IT recycling? What we do, we ensure that 0% of uh, what we receive doesn't go to landfill. We make sure that everything is recycled 100%. And uh, the profits that we generate goes to the Society of St James, helping homelessness across What sort of people use your services? Is it private individuals or business? Well, it's a mixture, basically. Uh, We we were supported by corporates as well as councils, businesses, as well as the general public. Uh, So we've got a broad range of customers, over 1,500 customers are served every year. What sort of process do you go through to make sure that any data on an old piece of IT or a laptop or a phone is removed? We're environment uh, agency registered, so we create waste waste transfer notes and we do asset tracking and uh, when uh, assets are received then we uh, palletise it, then uh, transfer it to a secure purging room and we use a software called Blanco which wipes the data and ensures 100% uh, compliancy with GDPR and all the standards and and then we issue a certificate to show, show that it's all been wiped. That's our primary function essentially before we reuse or recycle any any technology we receive. So if I had a, a laptop with a broken screen, if it came to you, would you look at replacing the screen or would it simply be stripped down and recycled? Most of the time we would, would look to take the hard drive out, wipe the data first, then we'd resell the laptop as, as, as parts. Who benefits from the money that you make here? Basically, it's a James receive our income. Currently, they run uh, 40 projects across Hampshire. We have 89 different uh, pro- properties doing all sorts of activities from, from dealing with alcohol addiction, dealing with drug addiction, and mental health. It's, it's the primary causes of homelessness, and we try and treat the cause as well as provide shelter as well. So that's what the society does with our money that we generate. Have you found that Jamie's computers have been a lot busier since COVID hit? Yes, uh, definitely. I mean, a lot of offices are closed down, so people are working from home. So we sold a lot of uh, laptops and machinery, as well as receive uh, uh, hundreds of equipment from different offices as well so it has been busier we, we have been successful because of it and we're generally in a good space at the moment so fingers crossed we can keep doing well where can people find out more about jamie's computers 
Yes, uh, from our website, jamies.org.uk. It's got some detailed videos in there and uh, accurate descriptions of what we do. So have a browse of what we do. Come and support us. We, we welcome a lot of volunteers. Find out what we're about because we rely on the public for your support. You know, Jamie's computers upcycle 60% of what they get. Amazing. That's real forward thinking. That's doing good for so many different things. Well, I mean, if you have a look at their website, you'll see the whole process of what happens when a computer turns up, how everything's erased from it. You get a yeah. certificate saying that the data's all gone. And then you can follow that asset through the whole process. And of course, there are so many charities and good causes yeah. that the money that they raise go to. So yeah, if you have a piece of technology like a computer or a laptop or a tablet, don't just take it to the tip. Yeah. You can drop it round to Jamie's computers and they will make sure it goes to a good home. Perfect. We have to congratulate a couple of people. Yes. Well, I say people. One of them is a forest. Okay. <laughs> the new forest. It's been rated the best national park in Europe by TripAdvisor. Oh. Hold on to that all because you're about to make a bigger noise when I tell you yeah. that it's made the top 10 globally. Whoa. And yeah. it scored higher than the Grand Canyon. Whoa. Wow. People are travelling from all over the globe to see the ponies. <laughs> As long as they're not feeding them, because that's not allowed. No, no, you mustn't. And you must go slow. So the forest is the first thing we need to congratulate. The second is Naomi Rhodes. She's a hairdresser at Munro's Hair and Beauty in Bitten. She's in the running for a national finalist position in the UK Hair and Beauty Awards 2022. Very nice indeed. Let's hope we get to interview her after she's won it. Yes, perfect. Shall we do some what's-ons? Yes. With, with Visit Southampton, light up your social life. There is so much going on. Which is great because it's January and normally January's dead as a doornail. And there's always, you want something to look forward to in January, don't you? So, okay, we've got Bella Crafts. They are doing the Mad Science Crafty Tea Parties at the end of January. That's in Fair Oak. There's the Big Garden Bird Watch at the end of January as well. This is something that you can just do at home. You just go on to the RSPB website. They offered me a job, you know. Did they? The RSPB. <laughs> what do- were you doing? Why are you laughing? I just, <laughs> of all of the things I would have expected to come out of your mouth... <laughs> When I was, I don't know, maybe 10 years old, something like that, I used to write to the RSPB all the time. Look, I've seen this in my bird book and I've seen that bird out there and and they wrote to me and and offered me a job and my mum had to write to them and say, I'm sorry, she's 10 years old so she can't come and work for you. (laughs) Um, We've got Shappy Corsandi. She's very funny. She's at the Berry Theatre on the 12th of February. I absolutely love Shappy Corsandi. She's ace, isn't she? And she's going to be less than a mile away from me. So, Dick Whittington, if you haven't got your panto fill for this year, if you didn't go and see one over Christmas and New Year, Dick Whittington is on at Walston Methodist Church 27th to the 29th of January and I reckon you know what those little pantomimes are so full of like sort of local in jokes 
it's always such a laugh and you're so close to the action as if well. If they're not digging at Pompey, it's not yeah. a pantomime. <laughs> you're so right. And there is an evening with Matt Letissier. This is at the end of January as well. It's on at Winchester Theatre Royal. He's going to be interviewed by Tom Deacon, who is also very funny. He's a big, big Saints fan. That's going to be an awesome night. Didn't Tom used to do some of the on-pitch stuff at St Mary's? yes. He did. And he's always involved in sort of Saints Foundation. He used to do the Capital Breakfast show. And yeah, he's just a good guy. And while we're talking Saints, can I just say, have you seen the free kick that James Ward-Prowse scored against Wolverhampton last weekend? So strangely, and I don't really follow football that much, but I did watch that. (laughs) Oh, wow. And it was brilliant. I mean... So many people were saying afterwards, why does this lad not get picked by Gareth Southgate? Yeah. Nobody else can score like that. Yeah. I think he's maybe six behind Beckham's record. Wow. And he'll do that. Yeah, Absolutely, great. he will do that. Look, we're flying. It feels like Southampton is really sort of buzzing at the moment. Well, thanks once again for listening to The So-So Show. We love your interactions. Any tips you've got on stuff that's going on, please do let us know. Maybe we'll get them on the podcast. And make sure you follow our social media too, because there's always something good to win. Yes, and also follow our, our social media to hear about everything to do with bins. We talked bin bags last week. We talked binfluencers the week before. There are still people coming up to me and talking about the binfluencer and everybody knows who theirs is. Keep just engaging with us on social media and let us know about anything going on around your part of Southampton. Have a great week, Zoe. And you, Simon. And thank you for listening. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Hold up. 